Welcome everyone to another episode of the Definitive Crusade. I am your host, Johnny Machine Hughes, and after our lads, lads, lads spectacular, I am happy to bring back into the fold the lovely Freya. Freya, how's Hi. it going? Um, it's going good, actually. Yeah, good, good, good. And of course, we have the Definitive Crusades on the night. Hello. Yeah. I'm not nearly as lovely, but you know. <laughs> Uh, I don't well, you know. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Well, you're really <laughs> so, you know, it's always have to drop it down a notch for that. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah. Excellent. We've, okay. We've got, we've got the good with Freya, we've got the bad with me, and then the ugly with Johnny. So it's the three of us. <sighs> <laughs> Why do I do this again? I don't know, man. Look, yeah, we're just know. trying to have fun somehow. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I will I will carry that burden. I will carry that burden for you. Fair enough. There you go. You carry cool. it well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to be good at something, right? Okay. <laughs> All right, so we have four books for you to have a look at. Um, the first one, um, uh, Matthew, this is your call, right? Yes, yes, this it is. This is your call. Um, and I can't believe that we're, we're actually going to do this. Um, so here we go. This is... There it is at last. Uh, this is mm -hmm. Aquaman Andromeda, number one of three. It's a black label book. It's written by Ram V, uh, with art by Christian Ward and letters by Adita uh, Bizika. And I've got to say, I'll start, I'll just put my little bit on here. For ages, we've been banging on about having a good black label Aquaman book. Now we get this. And man, I'm like, so disappointed i sound like a star wars fan <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea matthew what were your thoughts this is your book so you take it uh, well uh thank you for finally handing the mic to me but uh Ooh. i unlike unlike johnny i actually really rather enjoyed the book uh, uh as you said it's black label so it's going to be a, uh farther along the darker and grittier side you know especially for DC comics. Um, but even as we see here, the artwork, it's, that's, that's the only thing that's thrown me off about this whole thing is the art is so, uh, I don't, I don't even know what the right phrase I'm looking for, what right word I'm looking for here, but it's, it's different. It's different. Uh, the Aquaman style, he's not wearing like, uh, the gold armor. He, you still see the kind of the same colorations with the gold shirt, the green pants, but he's he's a lot more eldritch uh, with the bits of coral uh, growing on him, his eyes being vacant and glowing at the same time. Uh, just eldritch is a good word that I could use to describe the artwork of this book because it's so out there. And I, I personally like the, the uh, choice that they went with here. Uh, but we see uh, the story progresses is that um, there's this group that is in a submarine. They're adventuring underneath the sea in search of something that has fallen from the stars. A, some kind of satellite, alien something that did not burn up in the atmosphere. It landed in the ocean. And so they're going to go search for it. Uh, and so they're talking back and forth. And that's something else that I actually really liked is that the uh, bits of phrasings and the uh, dialogue that we see mm -hmm. through, it's not it's not wordy. There's a couple sections in there where even I was like, okay, skip, 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 uh, because they 
have it set up to where you're following the storyline and it's building up and it's building up and it's kind of that suspense and then you go into the section where it's really wordy and they're talking and giving some uh, exposition to the whole thing and you're just like okay skim skim to get back or at least that's what i did because i was so entrenched with the artwork and seeing how things worked out because it, it just it was good to me true i haven't slept in 24 hours so my mind, my mind may not my mind may not be uh totally there that may be why i like it but, but, man, all the good for keeping you up for 24 hours but yeah <laughs> but, bless your cottons uh and the story they're they're getting closer to this alien tech and as they get closer it sends out a wave which they uh after a, a, a brief scare they realize that whatever this object is it has essentially scanned them and so they're even more on guard and then they lose uh contact with the esperanza which is the ship uh on the surface uh and when they try to figure things out turns out it's a giant octopus that's attacking the ship uh and they're like oh my god we have to go save them and the captain's like no, we kind of can't because technically this whole thing is off books. And if we go to the rescue, we'll be in the middle of this big military thing because we were technically not supposed to be out here doing this. Um, but um, Aquaman, we actually see glimpses of him uh, throughout this because the, the giant octopus is attacking the ship and they're doing sonar to try to figure things out exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they see a small glimpse of a man attacking this octopus and then we jump over to the artwork where he's like plunging his trident into the my, the mouth of the beast now this and, isn't a metaphor for anything is it mm -mm. it's not a euphemism is it nope <laughs> not this time oh my gosh <laughs> not this time <laughs> technically Sorry. i should have trident not sword but you know it is what it is um <laughs> but also throughout the book, we get a little brief exposition of uh, Aquaman, you know, how, like in this panel that we see right here, mm -hmm. he's coming out of the ocean and he's spending time with the people there just working on surfboards, working on uh, boats, just working with his hands, being around people to take a break from being Aquaman, the king of Atlantis. And that's something I, I really like. We get to see kind of the human side to him more than, mm. you know, more than what we've seen in the past. We get to see more Arthur. Right mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good shout. It's a good shout. Do you think that's, um, Matthew, so you really like this book. So do you think that's a nod to the Snyder Justice League movies? Um, I, I definitely, I definitely saw a little bit there. I could see some, uh, like if you, if you go to the front of the, the cover of the book, uh, oh. They definitely drew from Jason Momoa, giving him the darker hair. Now, mm -hmm. true in this panel, we still see he's blonde, but in the uh, cover, we have that dark hair that's going back. He's the same build, uh, which well, that I mean, just that just that, happens to blondes anyway. They get their hair wet, and then it gets quite dark. I mean, yes, I, I can, I can <laughs> verify. I can verify. I but, can't. I've been great for like the last 30 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> but Sounds yeah, I could I could definitely see them drawing inspiration from Jack Snyder's Zack Snyder's work. Jack Snyder. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> little little slip there. Zack Snyder. It would be cool if he was a Jack, wouldn't it? But I mean, 
cool. He don't know Jack Snyder about the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, overall, uh, I really liked it. Uh, okay, cool. I think I think I think the main thing for me was the same thing that set me off from it was the artwork. It's so, mm. it's just different, but it's, it's different in a good way yeah, because yeah. It, we're, in, we're in the if I can get my words out most of the time that we've that we're reading through the book we're in the ocean and if you've ever yeah. gone diving things are alien down there things yeah, are different it, and so that's a good shout yeah cool and so the fact that the artwork reflects that is pretty well done in my opinion all right good shout well done i'm enjoying that that's a really good observation well done um wouldn't it be funny if they used watercolors for the book though right no. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. be really. I, cool. I, I can hear people not really laughing. Cool. That's how, how not. <laughs> okay, Freya, what was your yeah. take on this uh, Aquaman? Because you're you're with me on this. You you and I have both had the conversation how we sh how Aquaman should have um, a Game of Thrones type of yeah. uh, black label book before we've talked about Lords. Are yeah. you happy with the black label treatment that from Ram V? We all know Ram V from his just as they dark and swamp thing stuff um so i didn't even realize this was a black label book <laughs> while i was reading it <laughs> it was like there was something really oh. black labely about it but um the art uh, not really i mean the art uh is hit and miss with me i do appreciate the color um i do like his rework of his suits um i do like how alien everything looks because yeah under the sea is very uh weird looking and it's and some places are very colorful um like coral can get really colorful and whatnot mm. but and fish um however uh, the artwork i didn't like it when it was like the submarine people it it's mm. just it, it it was i hated it i didn't it, it's just i don't know i i'm one of those people who really likes detailed art um mm -hmm. and i understand when they go into like non-detailed you know i get that um it's just not my favorite mm -hmm. and uh, and this is you know just it's a stylistic choice and it's just not for me um mm. at all but i do like the colors it doesn't really feel watery to me though it feels more like uh something you'd see spray painted on the wall you know in some places okay. Right, okay. um, so it, that part kind of takes me out a little bit when they have like it looks like paint dripping. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the submarines in the water yeah. and near the beginning. Um, yeah. But yeah, like kind of like that right there. It, it kind of just feels like you know, hmm. it, like spray painted a little bit. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's it's, it's odd, isn't it? Because you think Ram V, who's known for as I said, Justice League, Dark, and Swamp Thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, he's done superhero stuff before, of course, with DC. He was on Catwoman for a while. Um, so for me, this this isn't this isn't the black label book I expected. <coughs> Excuse me. It, it it is the it is the I suppose the it's that vertigo style of Aquaman, mm -hmm. if you want to say anything. Um, the spiritual nature of what's going on. I was Matthew. I was reading this book, and I was with you. I was absolutely like, "Wow, Matthew's bang on right, bang on right." This book looks great until that page. Ugh. At I, which point, ugh. at this I point, did, I, was I did like, forget about that. But 
at this mm. point, I was like, so this is just yet another Blank Manta story. At that point, I dropped this like a hot potato. I was like, all that great setup, all the great mysticism of the ocean, all the great depths of the deep blue sea and all this crazy stuff that can happen down there has just been washed away, flushed, as it were, because all in all, we've got a Black Manta story looking for something in the sea in which to do his revenge on Aquaman. And I'm yeah. thinking to myself, this should not be a Black Label book because I've seen this story a gazillion million times in the main Aquaman book. Yeah. I do, it's I like do have Batman to say... using Joker. <laughs> yeah, True. exactly. Exactly right. And, as, I, as I, and I, I get the style. Matthew. Sorry, no, I get good, the good. stylistically, it looks great in places. But it's the story that's going to keep me coming back, not the art. Matthew, you were right. saying something. Um, I was just saying that, yeah, I was a little disappointed to see Black Man to make his appearance uh, along mm. with change. His outfit does not work with this mm. style, with this uh, artistic styling. It's the head, the head looks weird, uh, but there is one line, the, the final line that he leaves with us actually made me be like, okay, maybe they can set up something different with this because he's talking about how uh, if some secrets are not better left to her cold embrace, talking about how, yeah, I'm a pirate. Uh, I like taking things from people, but even I recognize that maybe some things in the ocean are better left down there. Yeah. Yeah. I just find it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was just, yeah. Like the, his, his, his helmet piece, yeah. It looks it looks buggy more yeah. than Manta. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. And then, and unfortunately for me, um that that actually spoiled spoiled the book because I was kind of like I, I was I was with you on the, up to that point. I absolutely totally was. I was like, eh, it's not my cup of tea really, but you know, I'm I'm with it. I can see it. You know, I like the, the more thoughtful Aquaman. I like the fact that they talk about the two different aspects of him, of the land and of the sea and Mm -hmm. I liked all that. That was all great guns and stuff. And then it just boils down to just this. I was like, nope. All that great setup just this uh, just I'm I'm yeah. probably gonna pick up the second book because I'm interested to see where it goes. Because this is definitely a setup, a setup book. Uh the main story yeah. I feel like is definitely gonna come in next in the next one. So this is the ley line, and it's kind of like with every every chapter one, it's yeah, it's setting up the story. And I think it's well done could have been left out without black manta but i'm interested to see where it goes nonetheless so i think this is a good book for aquaman fans out there uh because i know there are a few uh, there are a few there are. Uh, one, one is in my discord he's a big fan of aquaman freya uh, freya's an aquaman fan. <laughs> he's, i just understand that he is a character that has not been utilized properly like yeah that's a fair show yeah 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 he's always like an also run isn't he for, mm -hmm. for me i don't know he's just there's just something about him you know it's like that crazy that crazy uh character where they've got to be fighting the villains near the sea for him to work it's like you know surely villains would work work out hmm i'll stay away from the ocean if i think i'm going to try and do something but yeah what, what can i say what do i know i don't write these things i only <laughs> talk about them all right next up is um Freya. i believe this is your choice yeah. is it not yeah, and I hate my life because of it. 
Well, you picked it. 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 Why? I, I know. Why? It's just. Uh, let, let, let me give. Let me give it the stats before we get into this. So this is Poison Ivy number one. <laughs> this is written by G Willow Wilson. Yes, that G Willow Wilson of Miss Marvel fame. Um, art by Marcio Takara. Colors by Arif Prianto. And letters by Hassan Otsman Elawal. That's as close I'm going to get to it. I'm not going to have another bash at it. Um, I've got to be honest, I quite enjoyed the last Poison Ivy miniseries. I thought that was kind of, kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Freya? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, no. 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 Yeah. Uh, like, I, I thought I would enjoy this because I like Poison Ivy. Um, but uh, this doesn't really feel like Poison Ivy to me. I don't know why, because the first thing she says is, I don't enjoy killing, you know, things. I'm like, that's a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) That's your whole thing, girl. You want to kill everything so plants take over, you know. And that's the, I was like, okay. So she's going and targeting, like, livestock, I guess. Yeah. I I, I guess. Um, Sure, why not? It's just her monologuing the whole time. I the whole thing is I just kind of felt bored because it it didn't feel like it was really setting up anything except I'm gonna go. I'm on an adventure. I guess it's her last journey, isn't it? This is what we're getting mm-hmm. because because of the the changes that have gone through <clears throat> through the Batman story when she was split into two. Yep. When they put her back together, they've actually taken away. Um, her ability to survive her own poison. So yeah. the idea is, this is her last journey. She's good. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get to a point where she can finally lay down and just decompose um, for, with, as the, the plants do, I suppose. Uh, okay. Along the way, of course, she bumps into lots of different people, some of which are a little more handsy than others. Yeah. And of course, we get a little bit of insight of what's going on behind the scenes. Is yeah. kind of like the main story of this. I mean, so we're, not, we're no delusion. We're under no illusion. She's going to survive, right? Of course she is. She's freaking poison ivy. Yeah, yeah. She's just like reseeds or something, right? Yeah, she's a plant. Like, I do like her design when she uh, kill or is killing the guys from the bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. I did like that design for her. Her in her, you know, jumpsuit. Not so much, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it was not for me, I guess. I, I don't know. It was, it was kind of boring for me. And it's like, what was that? Line? What was there? There was a line. Um, where is it? She's putting on her sunglasses when she does the line. Where is that stupid line? Uh, you can hear this, the, the, that one yeah, there? in the background. That, the whole, I don't mean to brag, but you have to be really good at being this bad. I'm like, oh, gosh, shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes me uh, want to gag crap like that i'm like oh gosh who talks like that if someone talks like that probably. i was like if i had a friend who talked like that i would like smack them and tell them to shut up like the fuck up all right then okay cool um i like that panel i like that page that page looks great just want to say that, put that there. Matthew, what was your take on Poison Ivy that Freya made uh, us read? Uh, one, I, I liked it. I liked it uh, yeah. just as much as the Aquaman book. I, I wow. thought it was good. I thought there were I thought there were different uh, art style choices that were well mm-hmm. done. 
the inner monologue, uh, it was a little lengthy, but. Mm -hmm. You mean the entire uh, book? <laughs> well, if, if they could have, if they, I know they could have left out a few lines and it probably would have worked just as well. Uh, but yeah, she's succumbing to her own poison. She's making a journey uh, uh, as, as her last journey. Um, I use quotations because I know it's not going to be the last, but uh, she's doing this all for Harley and in her twisted mind, this is for, for Harley. Um, and she's just going away. Uh, there is, there was a line in there that actually caught my interest talking about how she's now affiliated with the green, which I was like, Whoa, she's always been part of the green. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it wasn't until I read that, that it actually clicked in my brain. Like, Whoa, wait a minute. Swamp thing and poison ivy kind of have the same thing going on. Uh, yep. Pretty much. Yeah. And so it was, it was rather interesting for me. Uh, I really like, I like kind of like with you, Freya, I really like the scene where, um, the guys are like, "Hey, we got some cash if you if you oh, want yeah. to look at it." And then she was like, "That's hilarious, class!" It's like, "Yeah, we got some cash. Yeah. It'll take five minutes each." That's probably yeah. not the best chat line you've ever used. Only take five minutes. Only take five minutes. And then she, and then she's like, "Ha ha!" And just just obliterates them. It was great. Yeah. It was. I wonder if her using the powers like this actually brings her demise quicker. You know? That's you know, what like I'm it's thinking. Like a, it's like a running clock thing. <laughs> That's what know. I'm thinking. Um, you know. I said demise, demise. I'm going to be <laughs> honest, Freya. When you picked this book, I looked at this to review for Comic Crusaders last week when it hit. When it hit. I looked yeah. at the first few pages. I was like, nope, I'm going to take a pass. <laughs> All right, then you picked it. So I had to read the damn thing anyway. <laughs> I'm just that good. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, knew. man. Thanks. Um, but I've got to be honest, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it was going to. Um, the reasons why I like the reason why I liked it. Um, I like this bit, the whole Harley and Ivy thing. You know, yeah. no, not the girls kissing. I've seen girls kiss before. I'm pretty Aww. much over it, thanks. Um, but this bit, this bit where ha Ivy's annoyed at Harley because Harley went to Catwoman to help save her in the whole Batman storyline. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that the that Ivy's got this level of jealousy going on right now, because you've got to remember in the Catwoman book, Harley and, and Catwoman have just spent a night together as platonic friends saying how good it is to be like sleeping next to somebody. So though those two have got their own wounds to heal themselves, you know? So it's interesting to see how the, the the triangle of the gotham city sirens still exists a little bit in that that relationship Thought that was kind of cool um matthew i agree with you how she takes out the dudes at the bar was pretty fun um i love the colors on the book the colors are fantastic yeah. um um it gets a little bit psychedelic here with the whole green but then what would yeah. you expect mm -hmm. i would say i mean it hasn't escaped my notice that she looks a little bit like dark phoenix on this page so if you want to go and check out the migraine book to see what I'm talking about, go check it out. I'm even just a normal Phoenix, I suppose. Uh, but I suppose you get that with any sort of character that's female and got red hair, right? Right. Um, no, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on it moving forward. Just to see. I really, I really like the 
cliffhanger, the cliffhanger that they leave, yeah. just just like, and there's no way to come back from extinction. Yeah. Right. right. As the hand is slowly. Yeah. Oh. It's um, I don't know. My only I'm, concern I'm, with <laughs> my only concern with with Poison Ivy has been for quite a number of years is the old Batman the animated series show. Mm -hmm. Where you know she's she's into uh, plants and everything, all meat should die, but then you see her eating a salad. I know, right? Yeah, it's like, well, she has to eat something. I know, but she's not she eating salad, is she? She should she, be eating meat, considering yes. her carnivorous plants. She should be standing in the sunlight more often and not being Gotham. Photosynthesis. <laughs> Just <laughs> posing on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> And this biology lesson has been brought to you by. <laughs> right. Okay. People who shouldn't be teaching people anything. Hey, I have a degree in biology. I can teach. Yeah, what? I have a degree in things. That's all have anything to do with it. <laughs> That's a conversation for later. All I right. don't really use my degree for anything, but. No one does. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, before we jump into our next two books, it's time for one of our fantastic adverts. So here you go. Um, you know what? We'll have this one. We haven't had this one for a while. Check it out. Check out the flip side. Flip, let me ask you a question. Are you wanting to read a new comic book that has nothing to do with the big two? Are you tired of looking through countless titles and have no idea where to begin? Well, don't you worry because the random dude Josh and Johnny the Machine Hughes has the podcast for you. Flipside Focus, only on the Undercover Capes Podcast Network. There you go. Check out Flipside. Uh, there's a new episode out now where we talk to the creator of There's an Alien in My Toilet. Right. Nice. Check it out. I tell you what, it's more fun than you think it was going to be. <laughs> well, there you go. Pretty much like, uh, pretty much like that uh, Poison Ivy book. Okay. Hey. All right. So next up, the next kind. Can we say big event? I'm not sure if this is a, a huge event or not. To be honest, I kind of have lost the way a little bit. But over in Justice League 75, we had the death of the Justice League. The only person surviving was Black Adam. Of course he has to survive. Mm -hmm. There's a movie coming out, so, you know. Right. Yeah. Can't kill him, right? Featuring the um, And this, therefore, is, I suppose, the impact issue of that before the miniseries. Think of it as Dark Crisis Zero, or what are they doing at the moment? Oh, they do the whole Alphas and Omega books, don't they? So, yeah. there you go. Um, Creator-wise, this book has an absolute ton of creators on it so let's see if i can find a list because there is one in here somewhere ah there we go so um in the first book which is the um nightwing and superboy book you've got joshua williamson dan jurgens on pencils uh norm rapman and hi-fi on inks and colors jeffrey adams and rosie campier on art and matt herms on colors for life purpose purpose Survivors, you've got Chuck Brown, uh, Fisco Osseo on uh, script and art with Sebastian Cheng on colors. Pariah, you've got Philip Kennedy Johnson, Leela 
Duca and the fantastic Jordi Belair on script, art, and colors, respectively. Stephanie Phillips, who is currently kicking it on Harley, um, is on scripts for Because the Night. Clayton Henry's on art. And Marcelo Maiolo's on colors. And Josh Reed gets to pull one, two, three, four, five duties because he's on the letters all the way through. Well, a lot of names. A lot of names. Some work on that, didn't he? Right. So let me start by saying this. Here's my question. Because you know, what we tend to do with these types of books is we don't focus on the whole thing because there's just too much of it going on. Right. What What are your thoughts? Uh, and we'll go. Matthew then Freya, what are your thoughts on the whole idea of looking at how the death of the Justice League impacts the various uh, characters in the DC universe? Is it a good idea, jo- uh, Matthew, or do you think it's like, why bother? Could this be incorporated? Hold on. Let me, let me, do I look like Josh? Do I look all like right, Josh? All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I had he's not here. I had to put hey, it. Hey, it's not as if I make mistake uh, Jack for Zach's. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, and one of one of them's a little more famous than the other. <laughs> oh my god. Zach Snyder might listen to this and be like, he called me Jack. I'm never hiring him for anything. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because Snyder listens to us, right? Hey, you never know. You never know, man. But uh back to the question. Uh, you know, I, I think it's a cool idea. I think it's nifty. Uh, that's something that, about world building that I've, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, uh, one uh-huh. of my favorite things is world building, uh, uh-huh. storytelling, the interactions between people. If the party visits the town and then goes away for six months and comes back, what's changed about the town? How have those mm-hmm. people, how their interactions with the party members have have changed their lives what are their daily dealings what may have happened so seeing background characters and interactions is something that i've always really enjoyed seeing so taking the uh, limelight away from the main cast and putting it on the people in the background and seeing how they are interacting with these it's kind of like uh how we see uh robin dealing with uh alfred pennyworth uh, the death of alfred uh seeing his you know um, I know Robert's not really a minor character or anything. None of these people are really minor characters, but seeing how the people in the lives of the comic world are affected by death or the life of others. We even see Dick Grayson talk about how uh, he's like, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, Superman's died, but he's come back. Bruce has died, but he's come back. And so uh, it's really cool to see how all of their interactions in the past are uh coalescing into these books and seeing how they're dealing with their losses and figuring things out. Okay, cool. Did you have a favorite in this book that you kind of thought, oh, that's an interesting take? Um, <laughs> don't laugh at me. Nope, he did not. The, uh, the, the, Aquaman, the Aquaman one. Was oh, yeah, like, what do you like? <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, because Hal Jordan's been in space. He doesn't know about the Justice League. He wasn't there when they died. And so when he's bringing back uh, or when he's uh, hunting down this virus that's going to be wiping out life in the ocean, uh, he's like, hey, Aquaman. No answer. Aquaman, I need you to come in. Aquaman. And so when he gets down here and then 
uh, I'm, I'm forgetting his name, uh, Jackson Hyde. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, you didn't know, but the entire Justice League is dead. And Hal's like, oh, shit. Uh, and then they have to focus on everything else. And so Hal is going to be like the veteran member in this new, quote, unquote, Justice League, uh, hopefully leading all the others but it was really cool to see him uh, you know because he's he's normally with the league and he wasn't with the, with him this time and then he came back expecting them to be there and they weren't all right okay cool so Freya, same question for you were you a big fan of these sort of setup issues or did you just wish they'd cut it off in the main book i i just i i understand that some people like them i personally just think it just makes it more long-winded um like it feels uh, a little too stretched out yeah you know because they want yeah. to fill they want to fill pages because they could uh -huh. have done it um a lot shorter like mm. have everyone at the funerals instead of just you know let's go to individual which comes up in the next book anyway yeah, yeah. do the whole eulogy thing right yeah mm -hmm. mm. so it it just feels like um they didn't know how to like compress it or the what's the term um i don't remember the term but anyway just shorten it shorten it you know they they couldn't make it short and sweet they just had yeah i think Frey's kind of hit the nail on the head there the fact that there are so many different aspects of this going on there's different art styles some of which are going to really enjoy some of which you're going to think oh my god this isn't for me drawn out so sorry yep. i'm buffering again so you know it's right. funny the only thing that goes away is you guys but the the counter we have for the live is still ticking away and i'm like what is going on <laughs> so i don't even know if you guys can still hear me so i stopped talking so. all right. I, I filled in admirably there and okay i think i, yeah, I did all right actually um, yeah if you hadn't said anything i wouldn't even have noticed Okay. Um, I, I kind of think I kind of think that I'm kind of on the fence. I am on the fence. The thing that knocks me the most about the whole thing is there's a line, there's a line in the in the. Uh, I've got to say this, Dan Jurgens. I think you're a great writer, but hang up the pencil, dude. This pen, this this art is like, oh, all the way through. Can we go you back know, to like, John Kent at the beginning? Um, and yeah. like, what is wrong with that? Like when he's smashing his face in what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at the art, but oh, what is up with his face and his neck? It looks oh god, yeah. he looks anyway. mm. yeah. lighting. So, so the thing that knocks me is is oh. as they're talking about here, and they talk about this, and it, Dick Grayson says something along the lines of, um, "I knew Batman wasn't dead." That was bullshit. It was Tim Drake that didn't think Batman was dead. Everybody else was happy to move on relatively yeah. speaking you know go back and check your comic books it was tim drake that led the quest to bring batman back. know your own freaking canon guys come on <laughs> come on come on and um there are i like the fact that the building on the nightwing and john relationship i do like that it's kind of like the batman superman relationship but in reverse with mm -hmm. with nightwing actually being in charge rather than superman um that said i could have done without the batman of new york being in this book or is that the next book that's the next book um for the art styles as i said earlier just changed too quickly it's just 
I'm not, I'm no, I could I could quite happily have done without this book. I wish I'd, I wish I'd seen it earlier because it's in my pull list at, at the comic book shop. Damn it! That means I've got to pick it up. Son oh, of a bitch. I will. I will have to say. Uh, I also really liked the the very last one uh, uh. because Pariah was the his machine uh, that you know melded with the Death Monitor yeah. uh, is what wiped out the Justice League, and it's him in his yeah. own mindscape. Yeah, uh, dealing with it. I did. I did like that because it kind of gives the drive for what villain or yeah. what uh, anti uh, antagonistic acts uh, may happen in the next book. But mm. that's that's. I did. I did kind of like it because he was in his in his mindscape and he's giving the he's justifying why he did it to look through the uh, multiverse to figure out mm. whether there's a universe where his family didn't die. But then he's like, nope, there isn't. And we get to see him playing with his guilt. Yeah, that's a good show. I like that one. Um, of course, we do get Stephanie Brown feature. So, that, 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 hey, that I actually thought that bad. Excited. I was not that bad actually. When you read it, it's quite quite interesting. Um, yeah. It's better than it's better than the one that's been teased today. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but it's uh, it's in the Pride special, the Robin, the Tim Drake Pride special. Uh, check on Twitter, it's all over the place there. There's a panel where um, the Batgirls bump into Tim Drake in Gotham when they're dealing with some sort of um, elephant. You have to read it. You have to check it out. Um, and then Cass swears. She said, she said something like, what the? And then you've got all the like usual Freya hates for, for swearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, when's Cass ever swore? You know, it's like, yeah. probably, probably got it wrong. What does Cass really ever speak? Right. Okay. So fair enough. We've had, we've had the Justice League seventy-five. We've had the Road to Dark Crisis. Why don't we finally get our asses over to that? Um, And here we go. Um, This behemoth of a book, uh, Dark Crisis number one of seven, uh, written by Joshua Williamson. Art by Daniel Sampia, colours by Alejandro Sanchez, letters by Tom Napolitano. And I just want to point out one thing before we get into this. Um, check out Jessica Cruz's on the cover. What's the better that Jessica Cruz isn't in this main story at all? Yep. Well, she she was she's at the funeral. <laughs> was she? She, All right. yeah, she, was, she was floating at the funeral. She was up in the... Uh, I didn't even see then, you have fallen into my dastardly trap. You can get yeah. me first on this one. Well done. <laughs> Come on, then. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Matthew's all like, yay, not me for a change. Yes. Go on, then. Take it away, Freya. Oh, jeez. Um, so I don't know what's going on right here. Uh- <laughs> This is a this is a, a memory of the of the time where um, Bruce um, deputizes deputizes uh, Dick Grayson into his life as Robin. It's a memory you can see that it's the old still Batman with his crazy belt buckle and his non yellow oval there. Um, there you go. The start of the eulogy before talking about the different 
teams that they've had. There's Batman and Robin. You've got the Titans. You've got the Young Justice crew. What's wrong got... with uh, Kate? What? Why is Who? her skin gray? Batwoman. Uh, she's yeah, the Blue Beetle. It, like she... it, it does look yeah, gray. Yeah. She's yeah. gray. <laughs> maybe, she's, maybe she's just got a cough. I don't know. Um, <laughs> she's a little uh, under the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so, and then, obviously, mm -hmm. to the eulogy of which you mentioned, there is a floating Green Lantern there. I don't even know if she's got Green Lantern powers back. Last time I looked at uh, Green Lantern, it was, she was the Yellow, yellow Lantern, lantern. wasn't yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, did anyone else like pull up the reading list because of what they've been doing with all the other books? Uh, no. Because I have been doing that with like all of their pre their like little uh, one of three because of Wonder Woman. And then you're like, I right. can't get the story unless I read Yara and this one and this one and this one. So I pulled up the Dark Crisis reading list. I almost, I almost chose, I almost chose Nubia, the the new Wonder Woman book, and then I was like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> so then, what is, is there a shed load of books there? Then oh, there is a shitload of books. Luckily, they said most of them are tie-ins, so. Uh, they're like oh they're just tie-ins but i don't know how much info is going to be in these said tie-ins but like there is a shit ton of them one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty twenty one twenty two it's like over 30 freaking books what's the checklist at the back of the book yeah just ah oh, there it is yeah yeah that's a shed load of books man i don't care that much i really <laughs> genuinely don't care that much at all it's just another justice league story they'll all live <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get a new justice league though hey are we With the people justice that but <laughs> more like you know downgraded justice league if we're gonna be honest patch patches are in work okay yeah, 2.0 not 2.1 it's, it's in beta it's it's a it's oh it's a choice <laughs> um yeah so the story wise john goes around trying to recruit people for his justice league uh matthew did you enjoy the book did you kind of get into it did you, i you skimmed like? i skimmed through a lot of it like i said um, i haven't slept in 24 hours so when i picked up this and I was like, oh my God, there are so many pages with so many words, uh, TLDR. Uh, artwork was nice. TLDR, what's that mean? Too long, didn't read. All right, okay, cool. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like the panel with, uh, um, oh geez, what is her name? Please tell me her name. The Wonder, Wonder Girl. Yara. Thank you. Uh, I liked it with, uh, her and the demon <laughs> they isn't just coming wonder girl <laughs> and she's like yeah. yeah 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 they all say that <laughs> yeah. so, i thought that was That's... kind of humorous yeah i she... like when she was upset with that uh freaking <laughs> super boy showed up she's like freaking yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. stealing son she... of a She's like, I didn't ask for help, can I? <laughs> We've got to say we, we can all agree that Yara it has been the star of that bollocks that was um the future storylines has mm -hmm. yeah yep. I, I forgot what it was called what was the crossover called uh 
future state. There you go. Um, it has been. I get the future. Yeah. So future state. So I mean, here you've got your Justice League. You've got, as pointed out by, by Black Adam, you have got shed loads of different characters going on. Two blue beetles. Mm-hmm. Meh. Do we? <laughs> Do we need two? You need, no. Okay. <laughs> they, they are necessary. No. Are, are we are we here in the new superhero costume? Robin Damien's girlfriend is in it. I'm I was excited seeing Ravager in this. Sorry, I was a little I'm always excited okay. to see Damien. <laughs> I was a little excited to see Damien and his girlfriend in here. I was like, ah so cute. I don't know if they're boyfriend, girlfriend in this storyline, but you know. So in the do Robin, we, do we like the new Superwoman costume? I like it. Yeah. Uh, it covers no. more. <laughs> I hate I like it. The pantaloons. I like the boots. The boots are nice. <sighs> oh, purely, it. purely for the flash, the Flashpoint movie, isn't it? They've done that. I tell but, you, I am, I am quite pleased to see um, Doctor Lightback. I think she's massively okay. underused. Yeah. But no. Yeah. I remember you the know, first time. Was... Sorry. On the Superwoman suit, yep. I think the main thing I hate is that thick ass belt that makes her look like she's from the 80s. Yeah. Dad <laughs> Jurgens, did you draw this picture? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I like we get a crypto. I like we get a crypto appearance in this book. Hey, we did. We did. Um, I like how um, Adam goes round and pretty gives his uh, two cents worth all the way around. Um, I did not enjoy the Batman of New York City. No, being in this book at all. So my question, I guess, if you remember a few year, few a couple of years ago, Dan Didio was saying that. Um, there was going to be a fifth generation of superheroes, and the new, the, the older heroes, the Batmans, the Bruce, uh, Superman, and Wonder Woman, were all going to get sort of phased out to be replaced by this next generation of heroes. We've seen that being knocked on the head, allegedly, and it's even been a mon uh, mentioned in the um, Flashpoint book that's been kicking around with Batman looking at the chalkboard where it says 5G averted. Has it though? Has it really been averted if we're getting this mini series? <clears throat> I don't see this going Bruce. anywhere. I, I see Bruce and Clark and, uh, <coughs> you know, Diana coming back. I see everyone coming back because, like I said, these these characters have been around for like almost 100 years at this point. They, they are extremely popular. Mm -hmm. If you want to, in order to do a phase out, you have to, well, you can't do a phase out, but people just always demand that these characters exist it would be like nintendo being like so we're gonna face mario out and we're gonna replace him with like barrio so, so his his child his that he had with peach you know it's not gonna it's not gonna happen the originals mm -hmm. are gonna be popular for a reason and do you think do you think that the originals do you think that the idea of 5g then is to create that level of diversity 
within the DC universe, Matthew. It was Star Wars. It's like, oh. sorry, I'm back. So Luke and Vader, like Vader is always going to be like the person people want to see. Yeah. You know, it, it just is what it is. And you got to accept that. It's like that in every freaking fandom, <laughs> you know, they always want the originals, you know? Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Um, Matthew, your thoughts? Do we still I'm want sorry. the originals or are we going to, to segue into the new, new heroes? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I kind of agree with Freya here. It's really hard to phase out from the originals simply because like she said they've been around for almost 100 years to this point yes. they they are just so notorious as prominent they are so prominent within their universes mm -hmm. uh -huh. that to phase them out some you'd have to either introduce new characters that are absolutely just killer mm -hmm. or they'll just have to take an l with cells and just be like hey these guys are actually done this is where the story is going to go from now on if you like it you, you like it if you don't you don't well this is what we're doing anyways yeah. um i mean they've already tried changing getting rid of bruce i mean dick grayson was batman for a while but like mm -hmm. they always come back to the original and i was like people love dick grayson you yeah. know but they, that, that bruce wayne well. is batman mm. And it, I love that run. I love the Batman and Robin with Dick Grayson mm. and Damian Wayne, Good you know, show. but, uh, but like I said, I also, this, this kind of upsets me right here because I'm a huge Beast Boy fan. <laughs> I knew, um, I knew, I knew this. I'm, again, a, massive, I'm a massive Beast Boy fan and just point blank. Just and I think Batman, they think it really upsets me. Freya's mm -hmm. internet is playing tricks on your left, right. Sorry, I started it's like, laughing. It's like, the fan, <laughs> it's like the Phantom Zone, what are they pulling her in? Yeah, it really yeah. does. That's, I need to figure out what's wrong. Yeah, fight it, Freya. Don't join the Phantom Zone. Matthew, I was will. Just saying, <laughs> Matthew was just saying that this this scene upset him. The death of Beast Boy. Are you, I, can't, I, I, I can't remember. I think Josh would be gutted. What with his Teen Titans go love, <laughs> right? He'll be so upset. Be I, so I was upset by this too. There is no point in this. Why kill Beast Boy? Like, come on. He's, he's shot the someone else. Of boys. He is yeah, the good boy. Like, I don't know. I still okay. want him and Raven to be a thing, but that's like right. never gonna happen. Because they, they gave it to us a little bit, and then they cut it off, and they're like, "Hey, we're doing we're rewriting the universe again." I'm like, "I hate you." <laughs> Give me my right. Raven and Beast Boy. Let me ask you this last question then before we, we call it a night. If Beast Boy is to be saved, script wise, who would you have killed to make the same point? Frey will go with you first before your internet kills you. Kid Flash. Oh, which one? Mm, well, obviously, Wally's running around, but I mean, the well, other Wally. Both Wally, are they? The 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 one who's at Titan Tower. All right, okay. All right, okay. Because, cool. Well, maybe not because he's a speedster and it wouldn't make sense to him. It's like Pietro getting shot in freaking uh, that Age of Ultron. Um, maybe. Yeah, migraine movies, migraine movies. So you, you're talking about the yellow and red Wally West Kid Flash, yeah? I assume she is. I, like, I, I, I assume I she, is. she is. I'm, yeah. I'm looking through the 
the panels to see if I can figure out which one. But yeah, that that seems to be the one she's. Told right, okay, so Matthew, same question. Who would you? Say? I I would have to agree with her on that one because I can't I can't choose Starfire or Raven because I. I would be sorely missed if both of those went, and I can't choose Cyborg because that would just be a hate crime, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I think. I think one of the <laughs> how, how Cyborg. How, how Cyborg a hate crime? But Wally West Kid Flash isn't. Well, first of all, <laughs> you can't prove it's a like. It's just I think Wally West because we already have two speedsters. We have the other yeah. Wally. And so there's two of them and I poor red freaking ginger Wally has been through enough, man. Like we don't need to kill him again. <laughs> you're bang on right there. Frey, you are bang on right. Cause if I it was, if, if it was Wally and Barry and Barry was still alive, I would have totally said, or, you know, gay, like Jay, like, I would have picked another speedster because we don't need two of them mm. it floating around. Or we could kill off a Green Lantern, but they don't hang out at the Titan Tower. So, you know. Yeah. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know who I'd pick. There's got to be X. X. There you go. Yeah. Teen Titans Academy. I have no idea yeah. what the guy's about. So, well, that's because he's from the old Teen Titans TV show that yeah. I loved back Fine. in the kill day. Uh, kill Red X. X. Well, you, are you going to kill Robin then? No. Because Red X is Robin. No, I guess that's true. We could kill Tim. Tim Drake. No, that'd hey, be a hit crime. That... <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. So so the question is, which fictional character can we legitimately kill without causing a stir? Hmm. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, they did just kill Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. <laughs> yes, yeah, cool. Um, I, I wouldn't be I've, I've, I wouldn't be amiss with get, killing Hal, to be fair. I think Hal has served his purpose. Um, I think there's more interesting Green Lanterns out there than just Hal. Like Guy um, Gardner. No. No. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Oh, like Jessica I Green. Knew, yeah. I knew it. I said it. Both of you would be like, oh, God, no. Oh, that's good. <laughs> One punch. One point, that's all I'm saying. All right, there you go. We're done. Four up, four down. All right. Don't forget to check out the UCPM for all your favorite shows, including Matthew. Uh, the Jank Think Tank, where we discuss Magic the Gathering, uh, deck techs, card combos, all kinds of wacky things. Uh, we've taken a brief hiatus at the moment, but uh, we're working on it, and we'll get back to it. So in the meantime, go check out the other videos we've posted. Yeah, check out the back issues. There'll be yeah. some stuff on there, especially if you're picking up packs of cards and thinking, what the hell is this one? You never know, yeah. the guys might have seen it already. You can help you out with that. Freya, I noticed on the schedule a certain podcast. Are you making yeah. a brave return? I am. So K-Pop Cosmos is coming back. Woo! So, Friday. Um, unfortunately, because we talk about music, it, uh, it's a little iffy with what we can and can't have on the show <laughs> for copyright reasons. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so look forward to that. It's gonna be fun, cool. and we're not talking about girl groups, unfortunately, Johnny. So, I, so, I still have an open invitation, though, right? When that happens, yeah, right? yeah, we'll we'll let you know when we have. Cool. Just cool. let me know when the fly highs and the fishnets come out, and I am so <laughs> there. I'm all over that, like 
in there like swimwear. And of course, don't forget to check out the other shows we have on the UCPN, including our sister show, the No Price Podcast, for all your Marvel, your MCU, and your Disney Plus uh, stuff. So there's lots of Obi Wan going on over there. And of course, mm -hmm. the old timers comic book show where the hosts aren't old, no matter what these two tell you, but the comic <laughs> books most certainly are. There you go. All right, guys, it's been an absolute blast. Yep. Thank you Sorry so I keep much getting sucked time. into the Phantom Zone. I'm it, really trying not to. <laughs> it, hey, you know, you know, it's fine. It just be like that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, Phantom Zone. Damn you, Zod. <laughs> Damn you to hell. <laughs> All right. I've been your host, Johnny Machine Hughes. And as always, adios. Bye. Bye bye.